Another Way to Play, Episode 8. Hey, this is James Scott, budding entrepreneur. And if you want to learn to make the next chapter of your life better than the last, then you should be listening to Another Way to Play with my good friends, Hans Krasina. Welcome to Another Way to Play, your wake-up call to finally make a difference by creating a life defined by freedom. This is about entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and industry professionals that have left the 9-to-5 rat race behind by taking that personal leap from where they were to where they want to be. It's time to stop going through the motions, stop hitting the snooze button on your life, and get the insight and inspiration to make the next chapter of your life better than your last. This is Another Way to Play with your host, Hans Struzina. Welcome to Another Way to Play. I am your host, Hans Struzina, and I believe that if you trade hours for dollars, you will never achieve true freedom in your life. Today's guest is someone who is beginning his path to freedom. Uh, his name is James Scott. He's someone I connected with on the Bigger Pockets forums. For those of you real estate folks out there, you know what I'm talking about. James uh, joined the army looking for an adventure uh, partway through college, ended up becoming a medic, and is now working full time as a nurse as he finishes out his time in the army. Uh, for the past year and a half, he's been working on ways to gain more free time uh, so he can pursue more of his passions. In there, he talks about starting a car washing business, and he's looking into real estate as well. He has a bit of an interesting story. He's a bit on the other end of the spectrum from most of the guests that I've had on thus far. And in this episode, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about preparing your education, getting some experience before you go into a leadership role, working on your business versus in it, and really that mindset shift of what that means and uh, realizing how free he can be because when he got into the military everything as you can imagine was really regimented and was kind of the exact opposite of what most people would refer to as freedom so he is working on redefining that for himself and uh, getting out in the world and telling it what it's what he is worth as opposed to the other way around Uh, he also has a really great analogy about planting seeds today, taking action of planting seeds and having them yield fruit or crop later, you know, a year, year and a half down the road, and your current situation being the result of the seeds that you planted a year, year and a half or more ago. So so listen for that. He has some really great insight and thoughts on that, and hopefully you get a lot out of this interview and conversation. But before we get to it, As always, I would love to connect with you and hear from you personally to find out which of my guests you're enjoying, what questions you want to hear answered, uh, what type of guests we should get on in the future. So if you go down in the show notes, find my Calendly link and click on it, get on my calendar. We'll have a 15-minute chat. I'll give uh, you some time to tell me about yourself. I'll tell you about myself. Uh, I'd love to ask you a few questions about how I can keep the podcast moving and keep it providing a lot of value to you. So looking forward to connecting with you uh, on a phone call in the calendar app or Calendly app. And without any further ado, this is my conversation with James Scott. All right, James, welcome to the show, and thank you so much for uh, being a guest and sitting down and having a conversation with us. Yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Well, for those of you who don't know, uh, James is, uh, as he puts it, a budding entrepreneur, and um, I gave a little more detail in the intro on what he's up to and where he's coming from, um, but he and I actually connected over bigger pockets originally. Uh, we met in the forums, and then we started uh 
communicating the DMs. And then we've, we've traded some emails about a few deals. And um, he is someone who I think is on a very similar journey to a lot of you just getting started in, in this real estate investment space. And it's going to be really interesting to hear what he has to say about his journey to get to this point where he's just starting. Um, So James, why don't you elaborate on that for us a little bit? Uh, Give us kind of your background and and where you're coming from and how you got to this point. So I uh, grew up in a small town. I grew up in a small town, Michigan, Bill Belding. Not much of us graduated together. Uh, Knew definitely that I did not want to stay in that small of a town. So I uh, got out of school and went on to college for a little bit and in Grand Valley in the bigger city of Grand Rapids, at least bigger to me. I really had no idea what I was looking to do. I had a couple ideas um, in terms of like career paths for what I wanted to do. Found some classes that I enjoyed. Um, actually came across American history class that kind of got me into the idea of military mixed with you know, a little criminal justice stuff and kind of got a bug for adventure. Wanted to uh, step away from the school aspect and experience some things. So I decided to uh, join up uh, the Army uh, in a mix of finding experience and putting my foot in the door down the road. So kind of had a multifaceted plan there. And lo and behold, found myself um, in the Army and actually in more school. I wound up being a combat medic and then moving on into uh, nursing from there. I got all that stuff done. Came back and uh, had to start getting into adult life. Found a job and uh, found who's now my current wife at that point, which uh, actually a lot of credit goes to her and her family. That's where I kind of really understood what um, business was from a business owner's perspective. A lot of her family is into business and being entrepreneurs. And that's kind of about two Two years ago now is where I've really started getting into, um, as you put it, finding another way to play and another way to make money and live lives. Right on, man. Well, th- again, thank you for your service. And and it sounds like you've had a really uh, non-traditional route through your 20s and through the college landscape. Um, grew up in the small town, went to a bigger city, then joined the army. Now you're into the medical field as a nurse and, and ultimately through your influence of your wife and, and your in-laws, um, sounds like that's where, where that bug came from to get into the real estate game and, and, and play another way. Yes. Yeah. So looking back onto that decision of you're in college, uh, you're thinking like maybe there's more out there adventure wise and experience wise. Um, talk to us about that transition into the military and why that decision as opposed to finishing, let's just say for the next couple of years. Um, so actually it's a discussion my dad and I had on a couple instances, you know, he thought it would be more uh, appropriate for me to finish my degree. And then if I really wanted to, you know, join the service, you know, think about it at that point, maybe go in as an officer, go to officer candidate school or something of that nature, you know, just to kind of, give myself a leg up if I were to go into the service. And um, I kind of looked at it from a different aspect, though. You know, I, I, if I ever was going to lead other people, like I'd want to know um, where I'm coming from as a, at that point as a soldier first before I try and lead someone. Like I want to know what it's to be like in their shoes, and that's ultimately why 
I decided just to hop out of school at that point. I always knew you could come back to school and continue on learning, but, you know, I uh, wanted to kind of give it my best. And I had a lot of, you know, zest in me at that point in life too. A lot of hoorah, as we say. There's an ex- there, there's a, a, a vein of experience that you wanted to gain before you potentially stepped into a leadership role. Yeah, exactly. You know, I wanted to gain the knowledge uh, and the experience prior to trying to go and, you know, lead without ever having been there first. That's sort of counter to a lot of the advice out there because most most people I would say especially in the in the college world would would say get into management as soon as possible like start out as high as you possibly can with the best salary and the best situation and work up from there um, you took a bit of a different approach even at the uh, behest of your your dad at that point right um, what ultimately because um, I imagine you had a bunch of people in your ear saying just exactly what you explained to us and what your dad was saying. Um, looking back on that, are you glad you made that decision to, to go in and get, get the experience first? Uh, yeah, I would, I would say I'm definitely glad, you know, um, it's hard. One of those questions are kind of hard cause you know, you never know where you would be if you would have made the different decision. But, um, I, I don't know if I'd be where I'm at right now. You know, I might be farther down a road that I'm not as happy on. Mm-hmm. Got there quicker, but uh, on this road, it's a little bit longer to where I'm at. But I've had many experiences along the way that I've dabbled in and seen different things and kind of picked and choose what I really liked, and that's where I feel comfortable being in the position I'm in now. Beautiful. So you've you've really done a nice job of uh, gaining that experience and and some exposure to the world, and then ultimately you have on purpose picked the routes that you're traveling down as opposed to just having them sort of laid in front of you and um, following a path that maybe you felt like you were supposed to. Yeah, I would say um, I definitely paved my own path. It was a windy <laughs> one, but, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's my it's, path. Not, which not is amazing. Um, what uh, – the military has, you know, a pretty strong hierarchy as I can imagine from, you know, enlisted all the way up to officers and uh, everything in between. Um, how important for you in general has mentorship been in your journey thus far? Um, it's been, it's been very important um, in terms of my personal uh, real estate career and just even entrepreneurial career. Um, uh, my brother-in-law actually, Danny Becky, he's been a very big mentor to me real estate. Um, I actually, you know, did a little dabble on my first business. Um, worked on starting a, um, like an on-demand uh, car washing service, which we're still working on. And uh, he's been very apt to show me, you know, a lot of different ways to look at the business world and just to kind of figure as close to being just in the business. You know, he wants to show me what it means to, be in between working in the business and then working on the business and seeing the bigger workings of the system as you would put it. Gotcha. And it sounds like you, you've been the beneficiary of that relationship um, to, a, to a big degree, frankly, because it's one thing to sort of toil in the day-to-day grind and sort of get the cars washed or analyze the real estate deals or whatever, but then taking 
a step back and looking at that 10,000 foot view and strategically deciding which direction you're even going to point the boat in the first place. Um, sounds like that's what you're, you're talking about most specifically relative to your mentorship. Correct. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, when you, when you think back to the moment as you, as we've already sort of alluded to when you decided there was another way to play, um, can you paint that picture for us and walk us through that thought process that you had? Um, yeah, so I, I kind of alluded to it earlier, you know, just with the working from in a business to on it, it really opened my idea of, um, let's say, it really changed my mind as to looking at, you know, I'm going to have the same job, same set of, you know, uh, descriptions day after day to hopefully save up enough money and, you know, uh, try and retire decent age you know and it helped me flip into the idea whereas um you can just you know delegate and build a system to where as long as you put in the effort in the front you know it should uh, be kind of self-sustaining and work on its own and allow you to then have freedoms for other things and working on like we said earlier just working on the big picture and creating a system that you can walk away from as opposed to being like like a self-employed, like your own system, or even an employee where you're just a part of someone else's system, you know, just stepping into that, that big upper management mindset that you talked about earlier, you know, moving into the actual mindset and seeing a perspective that they see from the get-go. And relative to getting out of being the cog in the machine, which I imagine you could feel that way pretty easily in the military or obviously in any big organization. Um, what made you ultimately decide to change your mindset? Cause I'm sure that there's a lot of people who feel comfortable in those situations and feel like, Hey, I'm, I'm taking care of, I've got some stability here. Um, what made you venture out of the nest and, and get out and actually start the car washing business and get into the real estate world? Um, I guess if like the, the main things that really changed my mind, there's like two, there's one, um, realizing when I went from being just a, a young kid in school into the military, realizing just how free I really was and what kind of, um, I guess, you know, order and discipline I've gotten myself into when I joined the military and realizing that you really don't have freedom in that situation in terms of, you know, where you want to be, what you want to do, how you have to dress, how you have to look. That really made me decide for one that I wanted to be as free as possible, as soon as possible, which, you know, getting out of the military. And then, then the next step was the job, you know, having to worry about what I do, where I go, how I act to work for someone else and, you know, do as they say and follow their rules just to, make money I decided that you know cutting my own paychecks is going to be that next step where I have true freedom because I take control of what I'm making uh, you know whether it's my business or whether it's my real estate like if I want more I'll go get more or you know I'll have my system make me more my business by my system I mean that's really interesting so you went from the most regimented system arguably one could get into, which is the military, uh, recognizing the fact that you did not have really any freedom outside of maybe which foot you put your shoe on first or something to that degree, um, all the way to, Hey, I want to, I want to 
create value and tell the world what I'm worth. Yeah, pretty much. It, it made me realize that I, I don't quite fit into, you know, um, a suit or, you know, someone's kind of called forever. Like I want to do my own thing. I feel like I've got good ideas. You know, if anything, I, I feel like I can probably do it better than, you know, what I was showing how to do it. So that really made me want to do my own thing. But there's also a vein of, of education here that I think is important to, to not overlook, uh, being that you went into the military, you started your, uh, your, your world there and, and you got some skills, you got, uh, you said you went back to school for, um, being a medic and then ultimately Mm -hmm. had a a skill set that you could then take and, and take into the private world. Um, would you have, you know, in retrospect, gone into the military in the first place, knowing what you know now to gain those skills, or would you have gone a different path um, relative to your your journey towards freedom? Um, well, that's kind of a like a two part because I don't know if I would have necessarily like found myself in in the schooling that I did, like in terms of the healthcare field, if I hadn't have gone into the military. But in terms of my real estate. And, you know, entrepreneurial bug, I feel like eventually I would have found that because even when I did find, even when I did get my educational experience and like, I don't mean to discount, you know, the army or my military time at all. Like, you know, although it had taught me that I don't want to be in that regimented aspect, you're right. It did teach me a bunch of the nursing and healthcare, And I still felt myself, even though I have these skills, still pushing to find that other way to play. So um, I may just have not gotten the some of the, the toughness that the military gave me for you know the sure the, uh, resilience uh, maybe not have as much as I did before but I'd probably still be you know uh, in this position of finding real estate and eventually finding my own way to cash my own checks you know write my own checks right on um, what give us a quick snapshot of the kinds of investments that you're making in yourself now. Um, Personal wise, development wise, um, you know, every day I'm just trying to keep myself, you know, mentally fit. My mentality is wise, and the mindset I feel is one of the most important things. So, um, you know, always working on finding uh, either personal development books. Um, or just got done uh, finishing up. Actually, I'm on um, a real estate book of how to manage properties because, again, these are things that I know I, I need to do. So I'm going to learn how to be the best at them. You know. Um, so I definitely do self-education, just reading books, listening to podcasts, you know, all the time, bigger pockets has tons of resources and podcasts and things like that. And you know, reaching out to folks like yourself and others, just always pick brains and just talk to us a little bit about, uh, the importance of controlling your environment, um, tw- and, and I'll maybe sort of focus the question in a little bit further, like, are there ways in your world and your daily world that you like to control your environment and, and orient yourself towards success? Uh, yeah. So, you know, kind of start off in my morning, you know, just getting my mindset correct. Uh, I wake up. I don't know if you ever heard of a gentleman, Hal Alrod, but he's got a book called the miracle morning. Love that book. Yep. Um, really put that into practice in my life because I was finding difficulty just balancing like the whirlwind of life and then doing my one extra thing of trying to get real estate under, under, you know, 
under my belt, give myself in there throughout the day. Um, I'm a very big, again, mindset person, so I try as best I can to you know, keep my positivity up, my positivity around me. Uh, we are very limited on what we do media-wise or uh, even like cable-wise. If, if I don't feel it's going to, at this point, um, benefit me in some educational first development way, I, I just kind of keep it out of my life. You know, I don't need the extra distractions of entertainment and anything like that. Like I got goals that I'm trying to fit around myself. So I make sure that only, you know, influential positive things are coming to me as well as the people I hang around with. You know, I choose as I'm getting older, I'm choosing more and more who I really want to spend my energy on and with and mm -hmm. what types of, um, Paths like I would see myself going down, and is it going to be something that's going to be good for both of us or just one for all of us? Because you know, um, time I feel is, is the most valuable asset that we really have. So I want to make sure, amen. 100% agree with that statement. Time, it's gosh, when you think about all the resources in the world, that's the one thing that you can't make more of, or and it's, it's always. Uh, diminishing. It's never, never increasing. I think you said it so well, you, you kind of rounded out the conversation about your environment, your, your physical fitness, your morning routine, your, your mental state and education with books and reading. And then, and then obviously the time, the projects and the people you put energy into and the time with, those are so important to be mindful of and to consciously choose. Cause if you lose sight of those, you will find yourself in a position that, um, you know, a couple years down the road, even that you, you may not have intended to be in. Correct. And I, I think, um, something when you, when you're saying control your environment, what, what you do today is, is not going to be seen until, you know, a year from now. Right. So whatever you kind of made the reference of gardening, like whatever people you garden in your life, whatever seeds you're planting, you're going to see that come in like a year from now or a year and a half from now. Like what, what you're dealing with right now is a result of what happened a while back. So you have to be mindful of, of what you're doing now because it's going, like you just said, if you don't pay attention, you'll find yourself three years down the road kind of thinking, well, how did I get here? You know, because you weren't really being, um, you weren't really being, uh, how do I want to put it, uh, deliberate in your decisions with what you're doing with your time now. Absolutely. There's, there's certainly a time effect, a time delay on these decisions and, you know, sitting around, you know, watching as Brandon Turner and Bigger Pockets says, dancing with the stars and not analyzing real estate deals. You know, that probably feels good today and through this week and maybe over the course of a month. But if you stack that up over a year, you will be probably farther behind in real estate investing than you otherwise would have if you just spent 20 minutes looking at two or three properties that are on Redfin or Zillow and just running them through a spreadsheet. Agreed. Agreed. Amen. So in that vein, we've talked about time. We've talked about controlling your environment. Um, in, for you, how are you defining freedom for yourself? Um, I kind of alluded to it earlier. I just live in life under, you know, my accordances and my conditions, you know, so where I want to live, um, how I want to spend my time. Like actually my, my wife and I were just coming back down from the upper peninsula of Michigan and we've been on, sorry if it's loud, we're in a coffee shop. Um, we've been on vacation right now and, and this is one of the things that I'm slowly pushing more to be able to do is have the freedom in, you know, work where I want to work and work how often I want to work and also, you know, be free to uh, share, you know, what I want to do uh, with 
the people around me, share my thoughts, my ideas, and not have to worry that, you know, potentially my employer might not care for the way ability I thought I had. You know, so being able to just live on my own cords and know that I'm still stable and have, you know, something built for my family to, to fall back on. Absolutely. So we're you're talking about a couple of things here. One is is having control of your time and your location, not necessarily being tied to a desk where you have to be there from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. or what have you. And then also more sort of on a macro level, having a uh, an ability to control your um, control your income, control your stability around where your money comes from and your business comes from. Obviously the economy at large and, and sort of a lot of other bigger factors can, can play a role there. But um, sounds like you'd rather be in the driver's seat of, of your business and of your income as opposed, as opposed to having someone else do it and you're sitting in the back of the bus. Correct. Like, like you said, obviously in the bigger scheme of things, you know, the, the world market, the market as a whole play a large factor. But like you said, yeah, if, if I'm if I'm the driver going over the bumpy roads, at least I feel like I have more control as opposed to just being one of the passengers. And when the road gets bumpy, I, I might not have a seat to sit anymore. You know, at least it's, mm. you know. Yeah. Awesome analogy. Love, love the bumpy road analogy. That's killer. Um, let, let me ask you this and switch, switch gears a little bit on you. Um, thus far in your, uh, in your journey, how important would you say passion has been for you? Kind of mentioned earlier, I started a little, little car washing business on the side and that's, that's somewhere where I definitely found that passion, um, it plays a large role for one, you know, it was an idea that sounded good and still it does but I didn't have the passion or even that that business in general right? so what I was feel like I was missing was even a passion just in general as to why I was doing it as to why I was even trying to start a business like what was I really trying to do like what was a long-term goal I feel like I did not have enough passion just through some of the hard times I, I found myself in um, so I think that's it's very it's very important you know even if just your, your big reason why is your passion like you know you're trying to set up for your family you're trying to set up for your kids or you're trying to start a foundation like the, that passion at least will drive you in the tough times to get through some of the uh, you know hard times within your business your real estate whatever it may be when do you feel like is the time to walk away and when is the time to uh, to act and to keep going and to drive through the wall even though it feels really hard? I think that's probably you know pretty circumstantial depending on you know the situation you're on but if it's what I like to do I just try to break it down to logic it is the is the overall benefits can outweigh whatever it's costing me right you know is it gonna take a certain amount of time or am I gonna have to you know put in some hard work here you know and it may but if if it pans out the way it should and you know the way it's going to when you put in the hard work is it going to benefit me 10 20 years down the road or it may not really pay out for much you know are you working on something it only breaks down to like five dollars an hour even in the long long run you know it's probably not something you should keep working on probably tossing the towel Gotcha. So, so looking at what the future payoff is versus what it is that you're putting in today and making a, a value assessment over time. 
Yeah, if you're looking at it strictly from business. Now, if you're talking something you're passion, that's that's really only a question you can answer yourself. Sure, absolutely. Because <laughs> that probably defines the difference between a hobby and a business right there, what you just said. I would agree. Yeah. Awesome. Um, that's, that's really great stuff. Um, getting towards the end of our time, and I want to respect your time for sure. Uh, so if somebody were tuning in over the next 30 seconds only. So they, they just tuned in, they heard what you said in the next 30 seconds. Um, what's the piece of advice that you would give them relative to starting their own journey into uh, entrepreneurship or starting their own business um, based on your experience so far? The one thing that I've learned through life, um, and especially my experience just so far in life, there's a lot of things that I don't regret in life because I took the action and kind of just took what came with taking the action and again mindset's everything and I just tried to stay positive with everything I've come across and it's it's opened a lot of doors for me and given me a lot of opportunities that I probably wouldn't have if I would have just sat at home watching guys with the stars you know <laughs> absolutely so taking the action and accepting uh, responsibility for the consequences good bad or indifferent Exactly. You know, because regardless of if you do take action or not, you still got to deal with life and you still got to deal with what it gives you. So at least if you're trying to move in the direction that you want, at least you can kind of say, Hey, I'm here because like I chose to be here not just why did this happen to me? Mm, you know? Absolutely. And I'm always drawn to this idea. You know, I, I, when I was younger, was really into movies and movies always have kind of a beginning, middle end, and they're always whatever, less than two hours. And, um, in the story that they're showing in the movie, the, um, there was always sort of a finality to it and they would either, you know, sail off into the sunset and that was it, or, you know, someone would die or whatever. And it was just done. Whereas, Mm -hmm. you know, our con the, the consequence is good or bad for us, whether you close a big deal or you don't, you know, okay, great. Um, that's the end of a movie maybe, but the sun comes up the next day and you get, you go out and you do it all over again. Like it's, right. you don't, you don't have that same finality as you otherwise would. Um, and I think it's really important to keep that in mind is like when you wake up tomorrow, you can choose to, uh, start over fresh and, and make your bed and get up with a good attitude or not. Like it's not one day, one action, one failure does not define you. Correct. Correct. Awesome. As we transition to the last part of our show, uh, we call it the focus five. I'm going to ask five questions that I ask every guest, every episode. Um, and love to hear your answers. Are you ready? Yeah. Cool. So uh, first question is, what book have you gifted most often? Well, gifted in terms of recommending heavily. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I obviously always, everyone says it, but I mean, even though I did get started with my mentorship, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Mo- almost everybody who's in real estate probably started with that book at some, in some capacity. Right. Yeah. I know I did. Um, so if you could get an hour of somebody's time, past or present, uh, alive or dead, and ask as many questions as you wanted, who would that person be and why? Um, <clears throat> I'll say about this. And, you know, just one that pops my head and someone that always does is uh, Benjamin Franklin, I feel, is, is someone who, if I could get an hour of their time, would it do much of anything in terms of real estate for me? Probably not. But uh, I feel like that gentleman was you know, a lot far ahead of his uh, 
time, just like there are some gentlemen in our individuals, I should say, in our time now that are far out of the time, but uh, are still even today, if we put them into play, would be quite useful for uh, our society. So I think I would like to get some time with him if I ever could. Agreed. Um, he's he, You were the second person I've interviewed now who has said Benjamin Franklin, my <laughs> father being the other one. So you're nice. in good company there. What is uh, one thing that you believe that most people would disagree with you on? Uh, one thing that I find more and more, especially as I'm really moving into you know this whole, the way of play and taking care of myself, is just that life really can be whatever you want it to be. You know, like if you want to have great health and you want to have wealth and you know you just want to have success all around your life, like it's it's you who have to do it and you can't can take control of it and you really are going to make your life what you want it to be like you're in control of it you just got to really believe that deep inside and for you to take that actually believe it which is pretty for some people to, to really believe that they can actually control their life but you know, i feel like I'm, I'm living proof anyone who's successful is living proof like they didn't get there by accident you know right on well totally agree with that one um give us a glimpse of your morning routine <laughs> Um, I'm up, use about 4.20, you know, do, do bathroom duties, um, get some meditation, allow myself to wake up, uh, clear my mind, um, get it pretty blank as possible, you know, start off my affirmations, tell myself who I am, going to be who I am, um, shoot some espresso, get the spoolie going, get the exercise, then shower, prep for uh, lunch for the day. Uh, that's when I spend my personal development time typically in the morning like it shows the America, uh, America morning you know get that stuff when my brain's fresh really get some work in uh, you know then I back up for work kiss the wife and dog goodbye and start the day going uh, do some nursing stuff right on and uh, to round this out where is the best place online that will find you the most I'm trying to be more and more active on bigger pockets in the forums um, I have a Instagram uh, at the uh, handle passively progressing. Uh, you're over on Bigger Pockets, uh, James Scott, and then you're on Instagram. You said passively investing. Uh, passively progressing. Excuse me, passively progressing. Yep. Well, James, thank you so much uh, for that. And um, if anybody is looking to connect with you, find him over on Instagram and on the Bigger Pockets forums. If you're active there on the real estate side, that's um, a great place to connect with like-minded people, just like I connected with James here. And before we sign it off, James, is there anything you'd like to leave the audience with? No, uh, I don't really have anything else, but you know, I really appreciate the opportunity and I uh, look forward to talking with you more in the future, Hans. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being a guest on the show and we will see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Another Way to Play. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed that conversation with James Scott. And if you care to connect with him, make sure you look him up on Bigger Pockets if you're active on those forums. Um, and if you're not, he is on Instagram at passively progressing. Again, that's at Passively Progressing. I have that linked in the show notes as well. So if you want to follow him and, and reach out and, and say what's up and find out what he's doing in real estate and with his car washing and his nursing businesses, uh, you can connect with him there. Again, I would love to connect with you as well. So while you're in the show notes, click on my Calendly link, 
take uh, some time, get on my schedule. Let's have a 15 minute chat so I can get to know you. You can get to know me and we can talk about how to make this podcast even better. Uh, So until next time and until we connect in person, this is another way to play. I'm your host, Hans Strazina. And remember, make every chapter better than your last. Thanks for joining in for this episode of Another Way to Play, making the next chapter of your life better than your last. For more insights and inspiration to help you make that personal leap, be sure to engage with Hans on social media and get your questions answered right here on the show. Reach out to Hans at Chief SNAH on Instagram, and we'll catch you on the next episode of Another Way to Play.